Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. I came across a recording the other day. It had originally landed on a cassette telephone answering machine. So that'll give you an idea of how long ago it was when answering machines were still sort of new. People were often uncomfortable leaving a message, didn't know what to say. Well, the person in this case knew exactly what she wanted to say. And it does tell a story. At first, I thought it was a pretty funny story, and, and it still is. But the more I listen to it, the more it haunts me, maybe because the story still needs an ending. Let's listen to it. Um, yeah, I'm calling to talk, speak with Loretta. Um, I just, if she's not there, you can give her the message. Tell her that I don't appreciate her, telling her son not to see me anymore, that I'm 21 years old and we can make our own decisions. I love him very much and turn to mind her own business and stay off my turf. I'm getting really mad, okay? Just please give her that message because I love Giorgio very much. Please tell her to stay off my turf. Don't mess with us because we love each other and I'm pregnant and we're getting married and I don't need her to tell us what to do. We're grown adults. Pretty dramatic, but maybe the most dramatic thing about this message is that, like a message in a bottle, you know, it floated to the wrong seashore. It ended up on the wrong telephone answering machine. Not Loretta's answering machine, whoever she is, but the answering machine of a good friend of mine who gave me this tape in the first place. His name is Bill Charette, and I called him up the other day to remind him about this message to Loretta and to see if, after all these years, it had been haunting him, too. Hello, it's Bill. Bill, hi, it's Tony. Hey, how... Tony, how are you? When did you get this call? Oh, God. Remember that day for us, will you, Bill? <laughs> Jaw-dropping, head-scratching. <laughs> you know, what is this? What the hell is going on? And, you know, I must have played it again to try to figure out what state of mind was this woman in as she was dialing the, the wrong number, as it turned out, screwing up her courage to get her message out and not listening to our answering machine message, which talks about Lacane Charette Associates. <laughs> you know, please leave yes. a message and we'll right. get back to you. I mean, maybe she thought this is where Loretta worked or something. I, I don't know. Stay off my turf. One of my favorite lines. I'm getting really mad, okay? Yeah. Because I love Giorgio very much. Giorgio, Loretta, <clears throat> did they stay with you? Did they haunt you? <laughs> I just kept thinking, how long did it take for this woman to realize Loretta didn't get the message? Did she have to do it all over again? Did Loretta know that she was about to become a grandmother? Don't mess with us because we love each other and I'm pregnant and we're getting married and I don't need her to tell us what to do. We're grown adults. Right. This kid may be driving now for, for all we know. I don't see it turning out well. Do you, Bill? Doesn't seem likely. Not if they had that kind of a relationship where turf was being trespassed upon. Unless, you know, when, when, when the baby is born, yeah, we've all seen this, that really changes people's attitudes. Or not. Or not, <laughs> yeah. This was back when there was only an answering machine. If we don't really see each other face to face and we have to rely on all this communication technology, we just may never talk to each other again. Mm -hmm. What springs to mind when you say that is uh, my daughter, Emily, talking about a, a job that she took. She was shocked to discover that people were 
rather than walking from one office to the next, were emailing each other. I think about poor Loretta. What if she had gotten to Loretta or to Giorgio? I bet you they would have at least talked it through. That was part of the tragedy, that if they didn't talk about this, that there was no chance it would be resolved. So wouldn't you love to know? Well, you know what, Bill? We now have the Internet. We might finish this story. We can locate them (laughs) to the northeast, to the Boston area, maybe uh, East Boston. They probably didn't move too far from home. Yeah. I'm guessing they they stayed in the town that they were born and grew up in. I think this is Chapter 1. I'm going to follow up and make sure not only that you know about them, but that they know about you. Because Uh in getting you, they would have been very lucky. Well, thanks, Tony. Everything okay with the rest of the family? Uh, Yeah, knock on wood. I got a wrong phone message the other day, and uh, one of your grandkids, Bill, is getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye. Well, we're here in the uh, studio now with Gary Mott. Often when I have to confront someone and I get their answering machine, I'm like, Yes. Wow. This is true. One of the things that didn't exist at the time that this woman was calling Loretta was the realization that you can use telephone answering machines to stay out of touch with people, to just leave messages. So I think she really did, as Bill says, I think she really did have her courage screwed up because she expected to get Loretta. She wanted to engage her in a conversation. Uh, that's true. And the conversation didn't happen. Today, if you received this message in error, right? immediately you would go to where? MySpace? Or you could hit star 69, presumably, sure. and, and know where the call had come from if it was the last call. Back then, we're talking rotary dials, right? That's right. The telephone was king. When it rang... Everything stopped. Your heart almost stopped. The food and the fork headed toward your mouth, it stopped. And you picked up the phone. What do you think has has been the most fundamental change in the way we really connect or fail to connect with each other? Oh, I think email and the Internet has just absorbed so much of our time. Look at us. We sit maybe, what, eight feet from each other? (laughs) We email each other all the time. You and my wife get the most emails (laughs) in my life. (laughs) You know, of course, we wear headphones a lot, so we're always in some intense editing session. So the creative process. (laughs) Nice of you to put it that way, Gary. (laughs) Meanwhile, we keep on getting your stories and emails. We wanted to read some of them to you. Gary, you got a couple over there. Yeah, yeah. We got a great letter from uh, Chef Lori. This morning, as I was weeding... I heard the episode, You Just Don't Know the Whole Story, Part 2, and was so touched I began to cry. That was the story that uh, we got over the telephone from Eduardo Villamil, who talked about his son was a seven-year-old son, I think. Yeah, now he lives in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an odd scene, a mother out weeding flowers and crying, but just the same, I thank you for that story. I have a son who will just be starting high school, and a daughter who will be starting junior high school, And as a parent, I worry about them both. I wonder if I'm teaching them all that they need to grow up to be a good person in such a difficult world. As I listen to this father talk about his experiences as a parent with his son, I'm reminded that I don't know the whole story of my children's lives, Hmm. nor will I, as their stories are constantly being written. I felt uplifted and know all I need to do 
is to keep trying to be the best parent I can. Thank you for bringing some positive thoughts to my difficult job as a mother, not to mention making weeding a little more fun. <laughs> That's Lori from Orem, Utah. Thank you, Lori. I, I agree with you completely about raising children and cutting down weeds at the same time. <laughs> They're not related, but, you know, so. Anyway, one final email here from John F., who writes to say, I'd been listening to your podcast a lot due to some mishap with my podcast software. Well, John, it may not have been your mishap. It may have been something that we did at our end. It got the idea that every one of your morning stories was a new podcast. So after I listened to your recent podcast, I listened to another and another and another. There were dozens, no, scores of morning stories. We're approaching our 100th podcast, as a matter of fact. Anyway, he goes on, after hours of morning stories, I feel like a better person. Well, one of the things I like most about your show is how it first entertains me and then makes me think. Well, I want to thank you for your show and wish you well in the future. Oh, and while I have your attention, I thought I'd mention at a previous job, I used to use Ipswich software. It was stable, reliable, and got the job done. Well, John, it doesn't just get the job done. It actually allows several jobs to go on week to week. Our jobs, in other words, uh, they are the sponsors of this podcast, and we are very grateful to them. You can find out more about them by going to their website at ipswich.com. That's I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And after you go there, uh, visit our website because we've made some... You know, some slight tweaks to the page. I think it's very inviting. Now we offer selected podcasts for both streaming and also for download. Give us a visit and see what you think. Let us know at morningstories at wgbh.org. Anyone you know who is has heard about podcasting but is a little bit apprehensive and scared about actually meeting a podcast this is a great way for them to hear one because all they have to do is click on it and they can hear some of the more recent podcasts or up to what 20 or so and wherever you are uh, you know where you can find us next friday we'll see you then take care bye stay off my turf i'm getting really mad okay stay off my turf don't mess with us because we love each other and I'm pregnant and we're getting married and I don't need her to tell us what to do. We're grown adults.